Aaron Morse from Bates College and Paul Grew from Weber State talking about some podcasting for the Casita New Media Committee here on Casita Connection. And Paul, I mean, first of all, your podcast is Cat Tales, um, Weber State Athletics podcast. It's on SoundCloud and iTunes and everything. How did you first get the idea? I think it looks like we both started our respective podcasts at around the same time in September of 2015. So how did you initially get the idea for a podcast there? Yeah, thanks, Aaron, and thanks for... Uh the opportunity that we can talk together about this podcast. It's kind of a new way to, to do some things and get our information out. This kind of came between me and our athletic director, Jerry Bovey. We kind of both talked about maybe doing something, you know, something different, kind of a different way to tell our story. And so we, we did it. We started to do it. And, you know, we can talk about this a little later on. We kind of ran into a few troubles and it, we weren't very consistent with it. Uh, and those are some challenges that we faced. But just kind of what we thought of, you know, there's a way for us to tell our story and way to communicate some things and do some features and get people to know uh, the people around around our program a little bit better. And that's kind of how it started with, with us. Yeah, exactly. Well, for me, coming in in 2015, I was brand new to college athletics. So I had just been hired uh, by Bates here in Sports Information. And for me, it was more like I didn't really know much about where I was <laughs> and everything. And so I was thinking, what would be the best way to learn and at the same time produce content? And I thought a weekly podcast on, on Bates Athletics, where I interview you know, student athletes and coaches, um, would be a great way for me to simultaneously learn about the school where I'm currently working at. I'd never lived in Maine before or been to Bates before um, <laughs> and and also you know get some content out there on the website um, that people would enjoy listening to because I feel like sometimes in sports information we sometimes get caught up in the old way you know print and everything which is all very important but I think it's good to actually hear the voices of the student athletes and coaches we're writing about and so that's kind of where I came about doing that where it was a great way for me to, to learn about where I was because we have 31 varsity sports at Bates being a division three college we got a bunch of different things going on here and so it was a good way to kind of you know, figure all that out at the same time, produce some good content. And it's kind of taken off from there. You know, since then, we're now on uh, episode uh, 136 will be coming wow. out uh, tomorrow. So it's been, uh, it's been a, a good, lot more than, good ride so far, and people are enjoying it. So. That's great. You've done a lot more than we can. And, you know, we can talk about this, too, but there's a lot of different ways to do podcasts. But I think you're exactly right. It's, it's kind of trying to get something that's not in the same old, you know, doing your weekly game notes and your, your recaps and previews and things which are important but trying to find a new way to get people to, to learn about you and different ways to, to share stories and, and have people get to know your athletes and, and coaches and others too. Absolutely, and it's been great to also find ways to you know take interesting podcast interviews and then turn them into something more. Like I remember my first year in 2015, I was interviewing a cross-country runner for us who – I found out, I did not know this, like he was a junior that year, but he was having a breakthrough season. But I found out he had never run cross country in high school. He, he actually just came to Bates to, to study and he wasn't thinking about being an athlete and he, but he liked to run just for fun. And the cross country team would see him out there running every day and convinced him to join the team. And he ended up becoming an all American <laughs> by the time yeah. he was done here. And so stories like that, that we found out about, you know, through the podcast, I made a video feature on him um, based off that inter podcast interview. And so, yeah, it's a great way to get to know people and also, you know, expand on more. What are some more, it's maybe interesting podcast interviews you've done there at Weber state so far. You know, we've done it a little bit, maybe different than others have. I try to kind of do it more of it's a, not as timely, if that makes sense. So it's not like we're doing one every week. We've, mm -hmm. We're trying to just do more interviews and just longer, almost feature-like interviews with, with coaches or former players or, or whatever it is, just to kind of have them an opportunity to tell a little bit more and ask some more questions that maybe they wouldn't. 
and not necessarily tied to, you know, what's the next game, but just more sure. getting to know them. So that's kind of what we've done. And we had an opportunity, uh, a lot of fans across the country may remember Harold Arsenal from Weber State about 20 years ago, 1989, that we beat North Carolina in the NCAA tournament, Harold the Show Arsenal and Eddie Gill. And so, in fact, our last episode, we were able to talk to both of them. They're both out of state and, you know, played professionally, but able to get them both together, which was which was pretty cool and kind of reminisce on that. It's been 20 years, but a lot of it uh, just, you know, with coaches or or athletes, again, I haven't necessarily gone into it nearly as much as you have and doing something every week, but trying to do more long feature type interviews and, and get to know them. And so it's it's been neat just to kind of have some fun and, and let them uh, tell stories, but not, not necessarily just what you'd ask coaches every week of, you know, breaking down your team or breaking down the linebackers or whatever it is. It's more getting to know them and, and some of their history and some of their favorite memories and favorite games and things like that, which I think has been fun. Well, and I saw you had the president of Weber State on a few weeks back, yeah, right? Yes, so. we had a, a new university president, Brad Mortensen, who just started in January, and, and that was a lot of fun, too. To, he's a big sports fan, too, and and be able to talk about what sports means for the university. So we're trying to get people around the area that are tied to, to athletics, at least in some form. And and I do host it with our athletic director, too, which is maybe a little different. So uh, he and I are together on on the podcast every time, and then we're asking questions to our guests at the same time. Does that make scheduling tricky a little bit sometimes? A little bit. Sometimes. And one, directors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one right. challenge that we've had, why we haven't maybe done it as consistently as we would have liked, because it's kind of hard to get us both together, especially with, with his schedule. But But at the same time, it's something that he likes doing, too, and he thinks this is kind of our niche, I guess, and... And he enjoys doing it, and so hey, we'll we'll keep it going. I'm curious, you know, people listening right now maybe are interested in starting a podcast at their school. In your opinion, what are some must-haves if you want to produce a quality podcast? Yeah, and I'd be interested to, to hear what you think too. And as I've done some research, and you know, just online of what you need, and a lot of people say, boy, it could be really pretty simple. It it doesn't need to be this really expensive radio equipment necessarily. And obviously, if you have some of that, that that can help. But uh, it doesn't have to be. And now with, with how uh, you know some of these smartphones are so good, some of them can do some things. We, we've been able to f- we find some apps that record things. We, we use some microphones. So we use the external mics of lapel mm-hmm. mics even or, or uh, you know, XLR mics and then just have some adapters. But I, right now I'm just recording it into my phone and then using the Audacity program to edit it, which is all basically pretty free. Now we did buy some, some headphones and some other equipment. We spent a little bit of money, but... Again, not not that much, and I, I'm curious what you use, Aaron. Well, it's funny you ask that because um, my first podcast, if you go back to episode one, it sounds very different because I I did just record it on my iPhone because I figured, hey, uh, I've recorded stuff on my iPhone before. It sounds pretty good. Let's do that. And I, I did it, and you know it was fine. Um, but then my colleagues here were like, we should get you a Zoom. And a Zoom is a, a professional audio recorder, and um, I have a windscreen for it. Um, it's a comically large windscreen, but in case I'm doing interviews outdoors um, on site, it works for sure. And so I've been using this Zoom now for four years. It's starting to show some wear and tear, but it's been <laughs> it's been getting the job done. And that's to record like for me, like right after the game, an interview with the coach. Um, 
for next week's podcast or just wherever I'm on site recording interviews so they don't have to come to me. I can, I can come to them and make it the easiest possible for the student athletes and coaches. We can meet somewhere like the, we call it the den. It's like a, you know, a dining hall here and, and whatnot. And so I have that. And then I narrate the podcast between the interviews. And so okay. I, I, after I record all the interviews, we have a studio here on campus, actually across the street from our new offices where it's basically I'm talking into a microphone that's going right into um, Adobe Audition. And so yeah. that's where my narration comes. And so I, I collect all the interviews with my portable recorder, do my own narration in the studio, and put it all together in Audition and, and export it and upload to SoundCloud. And it goes out to iTunes and Stitcher and all that. So sure. it's been a really good um, you know, system, I think, so far, certainly. And, but again, as you mentioned, people can do this basically for free. I mean, there are, you know, for SoundCloud, there's some audio limits of how much you can upload right. and so on and so forth. You might have to get a subscription to that, but it's just like maybe $135 a year and whatnot. And so most schools, if they're supportive, would, can probably afford that, I would hope. And so, yeah, so it's, it, that's really the only cost associated with it after we bought the Zoom because the Zoom's been doing great for four years now. So. Yeah, I've, uh, we have the same thing through through uh, SoundCloud. And yeah, like you said, there's some, some small costs maybe for some mics, but really – but one challenge that we've had is maybe what you've done has helped, but we have to be in an area that's pretty quiet. You know, we we actually recorded sure. a couple podcasts once at a at a conference event, um, and there was so much background noise. And while we were doing it, I didn't think there would be, but when I listened to it later, it was unusable because there was so much background noise. So we need to we didn't have the right equipment for that. It, it, you know, so if we had to find a place where it's basically an office or pretty quiet to do it. Uh, unless you have equipment that can can handle that, but again, I, I've seen a lot of different ways that people can do it, and and I think that it's it's something that's not going to be very expensive to get it get it started. For sure, yeah, and I think in terms of other must-haves to you know produce a quality podcast, I think it's important for athletic communications folks to have the buy-in of the people, you know, student athletes and coaches, in terms of like they're also you know. Uh, wanting to be part of it because originally it was like what's this you know like oh, this is a new thing right <laughs> if you're just starting something it's yeah. it's good to have everyone kind of be on the same page and when i say we're going to do this podcast and we want, want to reach out to you for interviews and you know and you know sometimes some people are better interviews than others but i found that sometimes you know student athletes in particular the more i interview them um the better they get at it and some are just naturals so it's actually been a really Nice thing to see that student athletes here, you know, 18 to 22 year olds are actually really good um, behind the mic for an interview. It's been it's been nice to see, and I and now people are like, we always interview our Bobcats of the week, and people are eagerly anticipating every Monday. So I, if you, if folks can get the buy in from the community and the alums and and the current student athletes and coaches, it goes a long way. I think. Oh, that's huge, absolutely, and it it's great experience and great practice, I guess, too, for those athletes to able to talk and to do interviews and it's a great experience for them too so that's great yeah they don't get to do it as much as division three with like media and stuff I, sure I, I imagine it's a little bit different at division one this is we are we kind of are the media here so it's right. it's, it's a little bit uh different dynamic i guess probably yeah, but absolutely. um what, what's value have you found in podcasting there at weber state what have you seen you know it you know lead to kind of obviously the athletic director is uh full behind us since he's a co-host yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he has been. I guess that's uh, certainly worth a lot there too. But yeah. again, like we said at the start, I think it's kind of just a way to do something a little bit different and and get ourselves known a little bit. And you know, I don't know how many people necessarily. I haven't looked or dug too deep into analytics because I do think that people your your podcasts are going to have to grow. It's going to take a little while for people yeah. to get aware of that it's out there one and and you know grow it. So it's 
it, we're still in that growing stage, I think. It's going to take some time. You have to have some patience for it to, to get where you want it to go. But, but I think it's a, an opportunity that something's out there. Now, you know, people might search on iTunes for different stuff, and they might stumble upon it, or, or through social media, obviously, as you promote it, whatever it is, that it's you know, something different. And, and as you're driving your car, maybe people might want to have the opportunity to download this and listen to it. Like it, Ours have been a little bit longer. We're maybe in that 45-minute to an hour range which I know is a little longer than maybe maybe others do, but that's where we've had the opportunity to kind of have more of a in-depth conversation, which has been good. How long are yours? Kind of yeah, it's interesting. It, it it definitely varies, right? So sure. uh, for us, because it's kind of a, a week that was in Bates Athletics type of deal, um, so we don't produce in the summer basically. But uh, during the school year, if it's a big week, if there's a lot to talk about the podcast can get to almost an hour. We had one, yeah. um, we were transitioning from winter to spring sports. It was 58 minutes the other day. Um, I tried to keep it under an hour if possible, but so like the most recent one though was only 28 minutes. So anywhere from, you know, around 25 to minutes to an hour, depending on what happened the previous week, you know, exactly. if our teams lost for some reason, like <laughs> their games, it's a shorter podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's what's Certainly. fun about it. Cause you never know what's coming next. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's uh, it's always really interesting. Like the podcast topics are dictated about what happened, you know, the previous week and and whatnot. And then we also look forward um, to things coming up. So whether it be like a softball season preview or a baseball season preview, we talk to the head coach or a captain or so on and so forth. And so, yeah, it definitely ranges, I would say. I think the sweet spot's around 45 minutes probably. I like it when it's around that long. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of just listeners, although what I've noticed is it helps to also break down of where content is. So, like, let's say you have a podcast um, that has, like, five different interviews on it, and one of them is track and field. Maybe the track and field folks only want to listen to that interview. So when we post the podcast, we say, hey, this interview starts at this time. And so people can then go in there and only listen to the part of the podcast they might want to listen to. They don't want to listen to the whole thing. But yeah, good that's idea. what I've noticed it helps. So. I think it's important to try to promote it, too, and, and almost yeah. tease, you know, that so-and-so is going to talk about this, you know, or this or this, and so it kind of might drop some interest, like, hey, I want to hear – about that, you know, and it helps helps uh, tease again, I think, for people. Certainly. Um, I was curious what some challenges you've run into during your time producing the podcast. You mentioned a couple earlier about you need to have a quiet environment um, and scheduling yeah. sometimes is a challenge. I, I think, what else, perhaps? Yeah, scheduling is probably the hardest one. Yeah. We did one, the uh, first one we thought, we're going to try this and do it, and then I probably didn't do another one for a year or, or, or <laughs> close to it. Because, you know, uh-huh. again, we're getting the AD together, and it's like, well, we're just – and get into the fall when all the other sports start, and like, we're just so busy. I don't know how we're going to do this, and, and I should have been in it. Uh, but that's been our challenge is trying to do something fairly consistently, and sometimes things come up where I have an opportunity to, to do this. We interviewed Dick Mata, who was uh, a legendary coach here and then coached in the NBA for 25 years, uh, but he kind of just happened to be here one weekend, and so we had the opportunity to do it. We didn't schedule that, of course, you know, but um, that's been our challenge, I think, is trying to do more consistently finding uh, interviews. And, again, like the way we've done it with it not being like breaking down each game, it's kind of like, well, our head coaches, we kind of wait till their season's over to talk to them then, you know. Mm. And I right. don't know if that's good or bad, but that's just kind of how we've done it so far. And so it limits a little bit. I think we'll probably still only do a couple of months maybe going forward. It won't be too consistently, but uh, that would be at least better than, than we've had. And I, I mentioned a couple other things, but – that's probably been the, the biggest thing. And, and I guess, you know, again, continuing to 
promote it and to get people to listen to it. Obviously, our, our athletic director likes to, you know, know how the analytics are and, and you know, where people are doing it. And, and hopefully uh, that's building, which I think it is. But that's another, I think, challenge that anybody would have is trying to make sure you're doing something that you think is good, but making sure people have access to it or, or can find it. That's exactly right. For me, the biggest challenge has been promoting it, certainly. Yeah. I think we do a number of things, and we've kind of been adding on as we go. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday, and we send out a sports update via, via email every Tuesday. It's kind of an RSS feed, basically, and so the yeah. top of the feed is always the Bobcast, uh, the podcast that we produce. And so it's on the front page of the website. It's on the top of the, uh, the sports update email we send out every Tuesday. And so that's kind of been streamlined, but we've been adding – for like SEO purposes, we've been adding now transcripts each week. So oh, on the page on our website, we have a full transcript of the actual podcast, and we get that through a, a website that does a really good job. I kind of go through and make sure the website didn't screw up names and stuff like that, but um, it, it typically does a good job. And so I, typically the transcript gets posted like you know Wednesday or Thursday or Friday after the podcast has already come out. But just for SEO purposes, uh, transcripts probably something we've added recently. And it's been a challenge, certainly, I think, on social media because, um, like, you know, Facebook is big for our alums and for parents, but it's tough sometimes for people to actually see stuff you put on Facebook, the way the algorithm keeps changing. And so we always have to keep an eye on that, you know, and Twitter and, and you know, Instagram, you can't link to anything. So we just kind of say link in our bio after we do a promotional photo that, you know, includes the logo for the for the podcast and some of the athletes we've interviewed. And Instagram is a great way to reach students, I've noticed. Um, sure. Our students here are on Instagram. They're not really on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, Instagram's I think so, too. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's the, the standard. Yeah, absolutely. So that's been a good thing since we when I first got here, we actually didn't have an athletics Instagram. The college had an Instagram where we put athletics photos on there, but we didn't actually have a dedicated athletics Instagram, which our new AD came in and said, hey, we need to do that. I'm like, yeah, okay, for sure. <laughs> and so I was like, originally, even though I'm you know, 31, I was still kind of scared of Instagram because <laughs> I wasn't much of a user of it. <laughs> More so, yeah. I came up in the era of right when the social network came out where it was all about Facebook in college, but certainly exactly. it's all about Instagram now. So, and it's just a challenge to share it on there just because, again, you can't directly link to it or anything. But we found some ways around it. So it's definitely been one of the bigger challenges, though, making sure, making sure people are aware that, hey, this is out now. You can check it out. But it, we're starting to get more into them. I'm seeing more consistent listens than I think in the past, certainly. We have about a, a base of about 220, 250 consistent listens, and we get up to 400 if we're really cooking for a week. So, yeah, no, that's yeah, great. That's, and, and you use analytics like through iTunes and or SoundCloud or other things too, or what, yeah, what those analytics are based off of SoundCloud listens. Um, sure. iTunes, I'm still kind of working on figuring out how to best see how people are doing right. it on there because their analytics Same. system is a little bit wonky, I think. But SoundCloud makes it quite clear. Like, this podcast had 415 listens a few weeks ago. Oh, great. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so that's, that's what I've been using it for mainly. And, um, you know, people here, I think it's just a, a nice service. And, you know, some people, you know, it varies a few hundred a week depending on who's listening. But the, the consistency, I think, has been pretty important for us in terms of it becoming like an established brand, at least locally in, at the college. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, plans for the future, what are some of your thoughts on what you're thinking about how to grow your podcast at least? I, I think continuing to do that. One, We haven't even created a logo, and, and that's something that I'm uh, working with one of our graphics. We just have our, our school logo, athletics logo, but sure. you know, we want to create a logo there, help you know, just something different, again, getting to promote it. I think, as you mentioned, there's other outlets too. We, we think of iTunes or 
or SoundCloud, but there's Stitcher, there's a few other, yep. even into Google, you know, there's different ways that we haven't necessarily even got into that way too. And I guess you want to hit as many of those as you can because it can't hurt to do that. They're all connected and it's fairly easy to set up that in, in SoundCloud to, you push one button and boom, it goes out to everybody, you know, so. Um, exactly. Yeah. Things like that, I think, would would only only increase it. And I do think with more consistency and more promotion of it, um, or it's something that people can kind of plan on, I guess. Something's coming, you know. Yeah, SoundCloud is a really easy way to get the feed onto iTunes, as you mentioned, Stitcher. And uh, Spotify also has been another right. one we recently added it to because I think it changed their, the way you can put a podcast on there. So. Okay. But – yeah, in terms of analytics, that's a tricky part because SoundCloud's real easy. The other, the other third-party apps, I, I, I quite honestly have not looked into that hard myself yet in terms of how many people are actually listening on those. But it's nice to have them on there because it's available. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm curious, you know, from a Division Three perspective, we, you know, as I mentioned, as I touched on earlier, we're kind of our own, you know, media shop in terms of producing content about, the, you know, our our players and coaches. Um, sometimes we'll get local news attention when it's someone who's from Maine or from Lewiston because um, the local paper like really emphasizes high school sports and whatnot. I don't know how, from a Division One perspective, how much of an urgency you feel to you know have the student athletes and coaches involved in, in the podcast. Simply, be, I know I've, I've seen a lot of alums and former coaches and whatnot. Uh, I don't know how much how you know your third party media coverage you get related to what you're doing with the podcast and everything. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'd be curious to know that from a Division One perspective. Sure, and we are Division One uh, FCS yeah. in football, but we are. Uh, I guess considered a mid-major, you know, and mm-hmm. and we're here in Utah, in um, where we're surrounded by other schools that are that are bigger than us and gain more mm-hmm. uh, immediate attention. So we're similar to you, you know. We kind of say the same thing that we're our own media, and I think at almost every level, even that's kind of the mm-hmm. case now. That in a way we can control the message and control our own media, and we need to find ways to promote ourselves. And obviously, the the, the mainstream media we're going to use, we want, and we'll we'll of course. I want them to do some of those things, but in reality, nowadays, things are different than they used to be, and, and we're going to try to promote ourselves. And I think through these tools, through online and through social media tools, we have the ability to do that and, and to tell our own story, which, again, is what our athletic director wants us to do, is tell our story and get people out there to know who we are and in a different way where we can kind of do it ourselves. And and so it's probably not as not as different as it is from you. It's really probably similar, I think, across the country and a lot of different levels have the same same situation. Certainly. Well, I mean, as I said before, the sweet spot's about 30 to 45 minutes, so we're getting close to um, <laughs> that. I suppose. don't want to go over that then. Yeah. Well, any, any other thoughts on podcasting that you wanted to share in terms of for our listeners and whatnot here on the yeah. Kinsada Connection podcast? I've enjoyed it. And, you know, I – I went into broadcasting and, and electronic media as a, as a major in college, uh, actually here at Weber State, and I kind of wanted to get into that and didn't really end up following that path and came in more onto this side, which I love as well. But it's an opportunity to kind of still do some interviews. I like doing that. I listen to some sports talk radio and, and think, you know, we could do that and cater to us. But I think what, what athletic uh, you know, communication people out there that can do now, if, they, if they're interested in doing this, is they can do it however they want to. They could do it like you do, where you're doing something every week on a consistent basis, which is great and something that people can plan on. They could do it like we do, where it's not as consistent or not as regular, a little longer maybe. But there's all kinds of ways to do it, and that's what's cool yeah. about it. There's no, like, you have to do this format you could do it really however you you feel is best for you and what your time allows and what you know 
what your situation and circumstances allow. Obviously, this is something else that we have to fit in with our busy schedule. As you mentioned, we have all the other things we have to do, and so that has been another challenge is trying to find that time in to do it. But but it, it gives people an opportunity to uh, to be able to promote their, their department and their athletic program maybe in a different way. And so whatever you find that might work best for you as you look around at different schools, find what might work best and, and just go for it and, and give it a try. Absolutely. Well, folks, you can find the Weber State Athletics podcast. It's called Cattails on their SoundCloud page, WSU Wildcats on iTunes as well. And, of course, my podcast, the Bates Bobcast, is on the Bates Communications SoundCloud page and on iTunes and at GoBatesBobcats.com and everywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, Paul, thanks so much for joining us, uh, joining me, I guess, today to talk about this for the, for the new media committee, and hopefully people learn something. <laughs> that was a lot it. of fun. Thank you, Aaron, for doing all this, too.